Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. As always, so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me, and I'm glad for that. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. share an email with you. Comes from Chris. Subject is hi. Hello, my name is Chris. I live in Norway. I'm an addict and alcoholic. I recently had a horrible relapse. I've been listening to your podcast and now I'm listening to your audiobook. Long story short, I decided to go out and have a couple of drinks. I drank until I got cut off by the bartender. Left the establishment in a rage, smashed a chair into a glass table. Minutes later, I was arrested for public disturbance. Was put in the drunk tank. Puked until I was puking blood. Was released the next morning, yesterday morning. Got home and puked some more. Wonderful. In one episode, you're talking about how we can turn a relapse into the best thing that happened to us. I've listened to it several times now. It gives me some hope. I've been in and out of rehab. The longest I managed to stay completely clean was 715 days. Discounting a few relapses, I was clean for the better part four or five years. After 2013, I gradually lost my spiritual condition. By 2016, I was completely gone. It was completely gone. Since then, I've been a mess. I've moved several times, had several rehabs, and many relapses. I don't know what to do. For now, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble. I've only been outside to park my car in a safe spot and buy groceries. Yesterday, I called a few people and talked. They all agree that I've been spending too much time alone. I've mostly been inside this apartment since I got out of rehab on May 31st. Took a lot of time and effort to establish proper routines, get the apartment in order, do my own cooking, cleaning, shopping, etc. There's a gym in the ground floor of the building, and I've been somewhat consistent in going. After I got out of rehab, I ended a long-distance relationship with a woman in the States been talking for three years. 
I've never ended a relationship before. Before I knew it, I was talking to someone else, a woman in Australia this time. She doesn't know about my latest relapse. She knows I'm an addict and that I've been to rehab. She's currently at work at a mining site, and I don't want to dump this on her. I don't want to turn her into a nervous wreck of a codependent like the last one. I'm not sure if we can really turn people into codependents, but still. I went to my first meeting in 2010, had my first proper rehab, the 12-step or Minnesota clinic that year. Had wonderful experiences with the people there and in meetings and felt alive in a way I've never felt before or since. I lost it. It's a horrible feeling. I don't know how I'm supposed to get it back. I feel utterly hopeless in this regard. My last rehab was from March 2020 to May 2021. 15 months. I got there the same week as the first lockdown started. 15 months came and went. I have no idea where the time went. Flew past. Now, time is moving slowly again. I made some progress in rehab, but it was slow and obviously not enough. I've been promised a spot on something called sequential treatment, where I can go back to the clinic, stay there for three months, and then be home for three months, and then repeat that three times for a total of nine months in rehab in a 15-month period. I don't have a date yet, but I'm hoping it will be soon. The next slot starts around November 20th. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. I hope that someone can tell me something that can get me back to the experience I had, or a new experience where life can be easy and enjoyable again. The spiritual life wasn't always easy, but it was always interesting. I was always trying to do the right thing, until I did all the wrong things. I can't live like this. Chris. I guess first of all, Chris, thank you for sharing all that. I want to say right out of the gate that anybody who wants to write to him, please, uh, Email me, and I will hook you up. I'm sober today, Chris, because of somebody who had relapsed. And who eventually died with decades of sobriety. The person who showed me what I understand today to be the message that is in the big book, the simple, easy to understand 
message in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. Initially had six years and relapsed. And he had no idea why. He was lost. He had no idea why. He used to talk about it a lot. It pained him, he used to say. He was baffled. He would say that he was doing all the right things and believed that he was. He had been sent to asylums and And he did decide to make that relapse the best thing that ever happened in his life. And he decided that he was going to, what he decided to do was he was going to get into, he got a bunch of different big books. There was no internet at the time. This is like in the 1500s, it seems like now, but he got a bunch of big books and he color, he went through them by subject. instead of by chapter or step because he was so sure he was missing something he was so determined to understand why he had been unable to stay sober because he needed to know how to stay sober and he was getting so much conflicting information so he got a bunch of big books and color coded them by subject What's the whole big book say about alcoholic thinking? Alcoholic thinking only has to do with drinking. Fascinating. What's the big book say about trigger? Triggers. The big book doesn't talk about triggers. There's no triggers mentioned. Fascinating. What's the big book say about recovered? Sanity. Sanity. Alcoholic mind. What's the big book say about all these things, and he emerged with the message that he died, I will say, um, in 1994. And I don't know anyone in my regular life, all the people I know in my regular life that are not affected today by that man's spiritual work. Changed my life. My friend Bill and I still talk about him all this time later. I'm not saying that's going to be anyone's story in particular, but the point I'm trying to make is that you can do that. You can make this the best thing that ever happened in your life. There's no doubt in my mind. And there's also Chris and I have been 
messaging each other back and forth a little bit. And I have told Chris this. I'll say it again. I'm proof that there's reason to have hope. Your story is... I'm just right there reading it. So familiar with the feelings you described. Remember there was a very long period where I remember either being in a cop car or in a closet drinking. I was just confined to my closet. But I would love to have people have you respond to this and let me read some of the responses on the show and let me put you in touch with Chris. There's a lot of people listening I know who have who want to reach out to you, I know it. And that's what I hope to do by sharing this letter. No human power is going to keep any of us sober. For alcoholics, I don't think. But human connection helps. A lot of times, uh, that power works through people. I remember my sponsor used to make fun of me. He said I was I'd be in my room, isolating. praying for some kind of answer and then somebody would knock on my door and say hey do you want to go you know to Denny's or do you want to go whatever and I'm like no I don't want to leave my room I'm waiting for the voice of God I'm waiting for the voice of God I don't want to talk to anybody but I feel a lot reading that and um, email me sarcasticbigbook at gmail you're not alone I know it feels like it I've talked to many people who have have been there same same spot same way this morning I got to have a little meeting with about seven 
alcoholics and drug addicts in a park. And somebody who had had some time and had relapsed recently got to come into town and join us. And he shared a lot and he cried a lot. And much of what he shared was parallel with what I just read to everybody. You could have looked at me five seconds before I got sober and said, he's never going to get sober. He's been coming around here for years. He is too far gone. He is hopeless. There's no chance in hell he's going to get sober. Some of my best friends were over at my home last night. Most of them in the program, sober for many years. One of them brought his newborn baby here. And uh, his name is Kyle. He was on the show where I celebrated 200 episodes. He was the first one I called. He came over and... He has a nice job. He's remodeling their home. Just had a second child. Incredible wife. And um, he used to be a terrible criminal. Rob people at gunpoint in Las Vegas. He became homeless. He used to steal mouthwash and drink that. He did that to the point where he lost his eyesight. He was homeless sitting behind a, I forget what it was, a Walmart or a Target or a gas station, I don't remember. But he would sit back there and people would bring plates of food for him. He, he, he was blind. And today he's sober for, gosh, it's coming up on a decade. You'd never know. He was once a hopeless alcoholic and drug addict. You'd never know. Be happy to put him in touch with you as well. And again, I'm, I'm not I know no human power could relieve us, but lots of people have been there and lots of people have gotten out. And there's lots of reason to have hope. And I hope we continue to write each other as well.
So again, send me emails and um, I'll arrange it. If anybody wants to be put in touch with Chris and he would like that in return. And I will also read things on the air as they are appropriate, if they are. Give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three, Sober Gratitude's podcast, podcast greater than yourself. Hi, Chelsea, Cassie, Kelly. And um, if anybody could use somebody saying everything's okay, I'll say it. Everything's okay. I mean that in a really specific way. All right. I don't know why my life was saved, but I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you'll do the same.